We're the Archery Twins, and you're listening to the Hall of Mirrors podcast. So we have JC and Randy joining us today out of Alberta, Canada. Thank you so much. No problem. So JC's the biologist that was out uh, checking out some mountain goats, and uh, she happened to come across a grizzly bear, and I'm going to let you tell that story. I know you don't want to go into emotions and everything, but I was trying to figure out, you said that you had made contact with it, but you didn't say exactly what happened. Can you uh, give us a rundown? Yeah. Um, So we have different lookout points um, where we survey our mountain goats over top of particular cliffs. So I was heading to the top of a hill where I could see cliff 2B. And uh, I was just cresting the very top of it. And literally, as soon as I got to the top and poked my head up, there was a grizzly bear standing over a killed mountain goat. Um, At that point, like we were super close. I was probably between like 10 to 20 yards away and immediately walked up on his food. So he's gonna react defensively and uh, lunged at me. And I hadn't even registered that it was a bear, to be honest. I just saw something massive come towards me. And I kind of tucked my leg up in like a fetal-ish position to protect my torso. And uh, he caught me in the leg um, and like pushed me onto the ground. I kind of went flying and uh, then was immediately on top of me. And he put one paw on my pelvis and was like leaning down to like, I could smell his breath. He was leaning down into my face. Um, And I keep my bear spray like right here and my knife was right here as well. But like anyone who knows bear sprays have a little bit more clasps to them. So you don't accidentally detonate them. I was like, I don't have time to reach my bear spray. So there's no clasp or anything on my knife. It's just like a quick pull holster. Um, So I grabbed my knife off my bino harness. It just went like this. Um, And as he was leaning in, I caught him in the neck shoulder-ish area. Um, And he like backed away and took a few steps and was like, whoa, like, what was that? And at that point, you shaved the grizzly bear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then at that (laughs) point, I was able to grab my bear spray and I like, I was still laying back and I like detonated it in his face. He was probably like two meters away at that point. Um, and he ran away. I was, I was probably still holding it for a while. I was honestly just like, ah, like yeah, releasing all the bears. Point, right? Yeah. You're definitely kind of in a shock at that. Point. Yeah. And then I, I stood up and I was like, I was just attacked by a bear. Like that was a grizzly. I need to get out of here. Like I could see the mountain goat right behind where he had gotten away. So I ran back in the direction that I had come from because I knew that it was safe down there. Um, I got to the bottom of the hill and I looked down and where he had like contacted me on my leg, my pants were just shredded. Um, and there was quite a bit of blood and stuff. And I, I know it's not rational at the time because I was running and whatnot, but I was like, my leg is totally screwed. Like it's, it's done. That was a bear. So yeah. Um, oh my gosh, there it is. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, so did he like swipe at you? So as he made contact and I kind of went backwards, I think his claws just kind of like dug as wow. I fell. Um, but like, they're not super sharp claws. They're like grizzlies don't attack typically with their claws like they kill their prey with their incisors um so like claws are meant for digging and so they're not like they're pretty blunt instruments to really cut somebody open which I'm pretty thankful for um but I looked down and I was like I need to call help right away I got my satellite phone out and called my coworker who was on like the other side of the canyon he was like 16 or so kilometers away Okay. Give or take, and he ran towards me. Um, and then I started cleaning it up, and I was like, "Okay, this is not that bad. Like, it's pretty, pretty reasonable for a bear attack. Like, I can, I can walk out of here. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna live." But as like my coworker's on his way, if that had happened to him and he moved, 
I'd be super duper upset with him if I couldn't find him. So I just stayed put and I took a few breaths and tried to calm the crazy adrenaline running through me and uh, you know, waited. Can, I, can I stop you for one second? Let me, yeah. let me bring you back. I, you, you're talking to a city guy here. <laughs> so I, and I, I just, I, I really, I, I appreciate what you do. And I'm trying to just wrap my mind around how large is a grizzly bear? Um, I, don't, I don't mean for that to be like, if that's an odd question, I'm just, I'm curious. I, is, are you talking the size of like a Volkswagen Beetle? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like a really big one's like the size of a, of a Volkswagen punch buggy. Okay. <laughs> she said punch buggy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so awesome. Uh, but okay. Um, so, so do, I, I'm, I'm interested in, in more of your job is to look over mountain goats insofar yeah. as like check the populations and, and, and mi migration movements? Um, so there's a really sensitive population that lives in a valley in Alberta and it's the only like canyon dwelling mountain goats in North America. So they have a pretty rough time surviving. Nobody really knows how they got there. Like they think it could have been a freak storm and some wandered off and wound up in the middle of nowhere in this cliffs. Um, but we're really interested in their population numbers. And so we survey them almost every two weeks, every summer for many, many years we've been tracking their progress. Okay. So, so let me ask you what, what, what is a day in your life consist of uh, without a grizzly bear attack? So I, I, I'm, I'm really interested in that dynamic uh, insofar as you're a biologist, correct? Yes. And so what, what's your normal day-to-day kind of consist of? Um, most of the time, writing papers and reports in the office of what I see every like hour in the field, like four hours reporting. Sure. Um, but I'm actually a wetlands specialist. I, I mean, I'm great at wildlife too. I have lots of other skills, but I typically do wetland assessments for development. So if anyone is building a subdivision or anything like that, I typically will go out and check if there's any sensitive species and sensitive habitat and seeing what should be kept and what is okay to develop. Um, but we've had this long-standing contract for a really long time. And even though I'm typically the wetland girl in my office, I'm really good in the field. So I also go on any wildlife excursions that they need more than one person to go on. And not only are you a wetland specialist. I got to uh, show your guys' Instagram. I'm sorry, because it's just so badass. <laughs> so not yeah. only are you a wetland specialist, you are also a weapons specialist now. That's what I thought she said <laughs> at first. I'm like, wait a second. Too, it's not too far off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The mark here. So Yeah, we like bows a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if and we can't... I, I, with bows, I mean, we do have a few rifles in our inventory, but. Yeah. Sure. And, and knives, obviously, right? Yeah, just a couple. Yeah. Just a couple. So that's what I was going to ask. So is it normal to go out and survey by yourself? Um, typically not, depending on the survey. Um, but these routes are like really well defined we've been doing them for honestly a really long time like we've gone on hundreds of goat surveys um there's never been any problem and we go out in groups of three so we're not really alone like one person takes the bottom portion of the canyon one takes the middle and one takes the very north end so in that sense like we're still close enough that if anything happens like thank gosh it wasn't really fatal because it took joe i mean he was amazing. He pretty much ran a marathon to get to me, but it took him a little while to get there. Um, How far was he away from you? 16 kilometers, give or take. Kilometers. So if we're translating that into okay. miles. Yeah. Uh, give me like the converter app. 10-ish miles. <laughs> yeah, 10-ish. Ish. That's without me doing math here. I'll do the math right now. Hold on. Uh, no, that, that's so interesting. You said 16 kilometers? Yeah. All right. Definitely close to 10. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think a, uh, I think, well, a kilometer, I think it is equal to one mile. 
It's definitely not. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, see, that's, that's, why, that's why I live in America. Kilometers is one mile. Okay. So yeah, ten miles. Well, what I was gonna say is, you guys are probably gonna have wow, some new like uh, work instructions to to make about not going out alone. Yeah, we have, we honestly have an incredible safety program. Like they put me through a ton of training to do my job. And I definitely attribute definitely some of me surviving that incident to being properly trained and knowing what to do. Um, but yeah, there's, there's been a lot of things where my boss is just like, Hey, if you could go back and you wish you had something on you, like, what would it be? Like, we'll make sure you have it for the future forever so yeah, let's face it though randy it, this young lady isn't sissified she's, like she's a badass hell yeah, no. she's a badass Do you, and, did you get it back by the way my knife yeah yeah i i held on to it like I, had, I i know but you I said that they, on that no but you said that they had kept it for investigation oh yeah so no, yeah fish and wildlife does dna testing um whenever there's incidents like this so that if they catch another bear um, they can check if it has a habit of attacking humans. So if they, they're trying to get DNA off my knife and then they'll give it back when they're done. So did this, this happened relatively in, in a recent amount of time, correct? Uh, oh, two weeks ago. Oh, two. Oh, this is really fun. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, when I, so, I don't know how I came across okay. your story. Uh, but I was, I was gonna, like, holy shit. Yeah, because I, I was going to ask if there was any data back on, on the bear yet, but definitely not within two weeks. What did his breast smell like? Rotten. Like, very, it's, yeah, it smelled like forgetting to clean your deer and finding it in the spring. Like, yeah, it was gross. So what do you think? Do you think he was just curious since he didn't like actually maul you per se? Like, do you think he's an adolescent? Um, well, see, it's kind of hard because defensive attacks, like you're typically what they say. I mean, there isn't a formula. It's a bear. You do what you can. Yeah. Um, but they typically say if it's a defensive attack, you play dead because they're not looking to eat you. They're just looking to make sure you're no longer a threat. Um, but I was not willing to let him put his mouth on me right so i didn't play dead um <laughs> so awesome i still can't get <laughs> my head around you shanking a bear <laughs> yeah me either to be honest there wasn't a lot of thought it was literally <laughs> instinct i think there your, yeah. your fight or flight kicks in right and you had no option yeah. but to fight mm -hmm. at that point so you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you, you're a petite young lady. I'm sure that bear's head encompassed basically from, you know, shoulders up of you. The, the head was probably massive. Yeah, well, I can remember it's one paw being on me and how painful it was. Like, I was just, I don't know how much of his weight was on me. It probably wasn't that much because it was only one paw, but I could not move at all like I couldn't wriggle free from his paw and that was when it was really like oh my gosh like he's got me I can't run away there is no flight in this circumstance there's only fight right so Randy what's up uh you know just sitting here <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you guys were talking about how she she's a badass and not many people would survive it and we joke about Randy it would have i would have died for sure hang on a second so i'm gonna edit in your instagram post you're a badass <laughs> too don't lie i see you with like your your bows and you got like an ar come on uh, <laughs> yeah i mean she's she's a total boss bitch but but i would have died <laughs> What were you gonna say? Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm dead. I mean, that uh, bear looks at me. I, I'm cradling. I thought you were gonna hit me or something. No, I'm in my cradle into a fetal position. I'm oh. just giving up at that point. I have, there's no fight, flight. He, he's got me. No, he, Mike hasn't seen your Instagram yet, so he's fresh on the story. But I was just looking through. Like you just, what did you just get an elk? Uh, yeah, we got an elk. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm once again city guy. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you do with the elk once you you get it? 
Yeah, I want to know what what you cut from that, how many pounds you got, and how long that's going to last. Okay, so (laughs) we got it. And then uh, we gutted it in the field. Yeah, because you want to get it out um, right away. Otherwise, it starts floating. And where we are, like we hunt on private property. So a lot of people do the gutless method where they like take the quarters off and then leave like the skeleton and stuff behind in the field. Um, but because we're on private property and there's also bears there, they don't like attracting more predators. So they prefer us to take everything but the guts out. Um, so yeah, we gutted it in the field and then we're super spoiled and we didn't have to pack it out because our friend has a side by side. So we hiked back to the ranch and said, we shot an elk. And, awesome. <laughs> and uh, he goes, wow, way to go girls. And, you know, helped us, put us in the side by side. And we, uh, <laughs> we'd like to say we loaded it into the back, but it was probably a 2070 effort with a very strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. And you we probably got- fed them too. They have more wild game than they know what to do with. They're, oh. yeah, they're good. We'd offer it and they say no because yeah. they have so much extra meat over there. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out a way that you can dry ice us some, uh, some cuts. Yeah, it's very illegal to ship. Is it illegal? Fruit vet and any stuff yeah, he, like he's that. He's trying to get you guys indicted. Oh, yeah, he's trying to get you guys put in jail. And I, I'm, I've never had elk. I, I see you're going to educate us right I now. Don't have a yeah, it's actually illegal to sell any wild game, even if it's not across the border, unless it's like wow. So far. all these places, all these butcher boxes, and all these places—they're all um, what's the word I'm looking they're for? They're not. They're all livestock. Yes, that's yeah. all livestock. That's not. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't fully know about America, so. But like Canada, Alberta, I know you have to have licenses to sell wild game. So wow. Yeah. So how's that work? So do you guys process the, the meat yourself then? The elk, we didn't. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot, and we had to come back yeah. and go to work. But we've processed all of our deer, and we yeah. would have processed the elk if we were down there. Sure. Yeah. So. so- What's the environment like under COVID and hunting and getting your, your meat process? Is it harder to get into butchers and whatnot to, to get your cuts? Not really. No. We go we go to a pretty small town, local area. So yeah, it's there's more wide open space than we know what to do with. So Okay, are- since we're having fun, I'm gonna I'm gonna start picking at you guys. Okay. Okay. I wanna know how you guys fell in love with hunting and learned your skills. Is this a family thing? I, this is what I want to know because I'm just totally impressed. So actually this journey started probably two years ago. Um, I didn't know her and I met her through dating her roommate. Um, and we ditched then the roommate. we ditched the roommate. I kept her. And we stayed together. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, I was, I, I used to think I was a small town girl, but I'm definitely, I was more city because of university and everything. She's like small town by like <laughs> 10,000 people, which isn't a small town, but okay. that's, that's okay. 10,000 um, people? That's a small town yeah. in America. Oh, that's, that's yeah, I know, right? So I thought I was small town, and then she comes along, and I realized I know nothing about small towns. <laughs> um, and then she had her bow from from hanging out. Yeah, the, the boyfriend bought me a bow because he yeah. thought it would be a really good idea, something for us to do together. And, and, I, and you were better than him. <laughs> actually, no, he's so good, but. <laughs> I'm I'm cuter, so whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna, but, do, uh, I'm yeah. gonna do a PSA really quick to all the men that are watching the show. Please do not teach your women how to use deadly weapons. <laughs> um, and the, if if you're not going to treat them right, let me put that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm very impressed. Uh, yeah, keep going. I'm, yeah, keep going. I'm blown away. I want to. I'm enjoying um, So then she let me shoot her bow and I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. And just bought a super cheap little compound 
APA Viper bow. And we, we started shooting and thought nothing of it. We have like a friend's TAC group because we couldn't make it down to America oh, yeah, to do the total archery yeah. challenge. Um, so we did like a friend's thing up in Alberta and we thought nothing of it. And then we started shooting more seriously, like a few times a week. And for <laughs> let's go hunting. Hunting season's in yeah. like two weeks. Let's do it. And then it was a scramble with all of our friends telling us what to buy. And they're like, you're gonna need broadheads, you're gonna need a pack, you're gonna need. And so we went out and got all of our stuff and she bought a much better bow yeah and, and the rest is history we started our instagram and that was a year ago wow that's so awesome there's they have so much content on there though i, I can't believe it's only been a year <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's been only a year yeah how many, how many kills uh last year was two yeah this year has been two so last far. year there's so gonna far. be more. we're we're taking oh, up yeah. this year. <laughs> Holy smokes. So can, can I ask, because you guys are hunters, what would have happened if you killed the dick, the, the bear when, when you stabbed it? And I, I understand that it's probably way too thick around the neck that it could take that puncture wound. But if you were able to kill that bear, what happens to the bear then after that? Is it your bear? No. So grizzlies are protected in Alberta. They're not hunted. Um, so it, I would have reported it to Fish and Wildlife and they would have come out and probably seized the animal and done whatever they do with self-defense attacks like that. And to the best of your knowledge, the bear is still wandering. Have they located the bear? I actually don't know. I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard. I don't know if I will, but I think it's close to knowledge. I mean, I wish I knew, but yeah. I don't think so. I, they're pretty, they're pretty chunky and my knife is actually pretty small. Okay. So, so it, it, I have to show Mike this. Hang on, just, just watch this right here. Watch this. Cause you haven't seen this yet. What are you watching? She hit that. Well, I don't know how do you, how do you pronounce it? Is it a, a, a grouse or a grouse? Grouse. A grouse. grouse. Yeah. I, so that's like the size of a pheasant in America. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's pretty much. And same. you hit it from like thirty yards plus with a bow. Sure, a little bit, we'll say a little that. bit closer, but yeah. <laughs> and it just you see it fly, and then boom, it's it. I, I'm officially never gonna piss <laughs> you guys off. That's, that's amazing. So we are going to continue to treat you with dignity, courtesy, and respect because I'm fairly certain you could hit us with a bow from Canada from here. <laughs> so a lot of people watch like Joe Rogan and see his hunting stuff and watch meat eaters. Like just go to Archery Twins Instagram if you want some real, real good stuff. <laughs> uh, we are obsessed with meat eaters. So that's like, that's a pretty bomb compliment. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, look at this. Look at her with her. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I wish you guys could see what I'm looking at right now, but you guys lived it. Um, <laughs> yeah, which post are you looking at? I'm looking at the your uh, your AR with the scope. Oh, yeah, that. that's definitely not an AR. They're AR very is, illegal here. Yeah, not a thing. Not a, um, it's a SIG cross. Oh, okay. my gosh. But it's pretty dope. It's got it's like that. Uh, the, the M-lock rail on it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually sweet because it folds up. So it like is really light and it fits in my pack and it's not hard for me to pack around during rifle season. So what, okay. So what caliber is it? Uh, it's a 6.5 Creedmoor bolt action. Yep. Oh, that's good stuff right there. So what were you hunting? That I was just target shooting. Oh, just target shooting? Yeah. Yeah. We were uh, sighting in our rifles. So hang on a second. AR is illegal. Yeah. But this is legal. This is bigger. Yeah, it's a bolt action though. Uh, it, yeah, it's because it's not. It's not semi-automatic. Yeah. 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 Semi-automatic versus bolt action. Mm -hmm. Still has a high capacity magazine. Like yeah. it doesn't even make any sense to me. It's so stupid. Well, you know, it, it, 
It's got Canada. five round May. Yeah, five round May. Yeah, Canada's got its rules. Respect. I know. It's <laughs> lots to shoot a deer with. Yeah. They don't, you just need one bullet. They don't even need a rifle. Yeah, all I need is a knife. We were we were actually joking with our friends because they were going out like the weekend after I got attacked, um, and they're like, "Oh, like we don't know how we're gonna keep up with you guys," and we're like, "Well, like you do realize you're gonna have to kill an elk with your bare hands now, like that's like sorry, but I've already won hunting season, so." <laughs> And then yeah. remove the heart and take a bite. <laughs> Yikes. Like dances with get, wolves. I can't get over the, just the scenery of where you guys hunt at or, or live. I, I'm, I feel so like neglected in life. That it's just we are very are fortunate yeah. and very spoiled to be in Alberta. Mm -hmm. Is that where you're from? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Randy, am I wrong? Do I hear French Canadian? Uh, no. no. What do I hear? Um, I hear. I don't know. Uh, Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. Yeah, it's definitely Canadian. Yeah, but I, just thought I heard a little French in there, like a. But no. Yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, my mom is actually on the French side, but so, we don't speak French. But I, I, I know a little bit of French, but it has definitely not. Yeah. I play that game whenever I, I tell my friends. Anywhere I go, I try to listen to he, just to see where people are from. Like in America, I can pinpoint exactly where people are from. But and I, I, just, I, just, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, JC, I, I would be like, yeah, you're, you're, you're from the Midwest. You've got, you, there's not much of a dialect to you, uh, Randy. You definitely have. A, I, I, I'm, I, haven't I, I, I haven't heard an. I haven't heard an aboot yet. Yeah, so, no, no boots. I was waiting for that. Or A's. Or A's. So, yeah, I don't know anyone that says a boot. That's that's, that's actually America. That's yeah. northern Michigan. Yeah, and that's more of an easterner thing too. I think people in Ontario yeah. maybe say that, but that's I don't want to offend. That's uh, North Dakota and Minnesota and, <laughs> and uh, Upper Peninsula. I don't know. I we probably sound weird. So oh yeah, no, we have the Chicago, the super fast. Uh, I get that all. No matter where I go, they're like, oh, you're from Chicago. Yes, I am. Do you think I talk fast? I don't think I talk fast. Ladies, do you think I talk fast? Yes, I do. No. See? Uh, fine. It's, a, it's not fast. I understand it. I've talked to faster talkers, but it's, <laughs> it's not slow. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, I guess. Um, <laughs> so let's talk. And once again, we never know where this podcast is going to spin to. That's our trail cam. Oh, there's a trail cam with that. That's a big ass bear. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on one second, ladies. Oh yeah, that's, that's a grizzly. grizzly. Yeah, that's. So are these Cody? Are they considered Kodiak grizzlies? Or are they just no. brown bears? So Kodiaks um, actually originate from like Kodiak Island. Um, they were separated from the mainland, so they're actually their own like subpopulation. They might. I, I don't know. They're, sorry, they're. I was pointing up like the island up. Oh yeah. I was sorry. Looking at yeah. <laughs> Their own, they're maybe their own species by now. Um, brown bears are classified as having habitat along the coast. So when their primary diet is seafood, they're brown bears. Um, grizzly bears are terrestrial. See, you learn something yeah, new so every amazing. day. I, I'm looking at the head on this freaking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that very was a, large. That's a big grizzly. So, so in a former life, I was a uh, police canine officer. And I had a 120 pound German Shepherd. And I thought that thing had a monster of a head. That sucker right there, that's gotta be 800 pounds. It's gotta be more yeah, than that. Yeah, at least. What, what'd you call it? A, a Volkswagen what? Slug buggy? Or a, a punch, 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 punch buggy. wagon. A punch, a punch buggy. buggy. Punch buggy. Punch, but I gotta write it down. Yeah. You guys do that? Yeah, do you punch each other? Do you see we that? Do. We do, we, but we yeah. say slug bug. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it's punch buggy up here. Yeah. Or if it has a wooden panel, we say woody. Yeah, or one headlight, and you got to yell "perdiddle." And yeah, then you, <laughs> yeah. If you see something with one headlight, then you punch somebody. Yeah. Uh, I I also like, and I introduced it with my son called the Cadillac Whack. Every time we see a Cadillac, you just smack them. That's because you said. Any any, sort of, okay. <laughs> yeah, any 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 reason to be abusive? Sorry, Nolan. I love you. 
So your other podcast is probably way more uh, detailed as far as hunting, and they they knew what they it were. It was talking super about, right? formal, was and it? I wasn't part of it. Yeah, she just. Oh. I was stressed. I was super duper stressed. Like this is much chiller. Uh, we we had a uh, army captain that was on here, and she actually said it best. She's like a podcast should be like a fly on the wall to just a cool conversation. And that really kind of resonated with me because that's, that's what I, that's what we kind of envisioned. Let's, let's just talk. We, I don't know where it's going to go. You know, we, 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 there's a reason you're on the show. We found something cool to talk about, but who knows? I want to get to know you guys and hopefully you guys are entertained enough to, to not just hit click and sorry, screw you guys are out. This is, <laughs> this is what I want to do. That's ice fishing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We love ice fishing. What do you We're she had a, I thought in one picture I saw she had a rainbow trout. Uh, negative. No, we had just only hike. hike. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Northern. That's right. Hang on, yeah. I gotta find it. Maybe I was watching something else in the pool though. Yeah, this is this is kind of wild. I, I I feel like I'm in a different world just looking at these photos. It's just so amazing. Like I grew up in the country. We consider it the country where we like uh farm corn and beans and there's like nothing but whitetail deer and pheasant that's our wilderness that's all we have that's we have coyote cute. and fox yeah no other <laughs> predator we just started getting bald eagles again yeah i, I grew up seen in an in... area where like cougars lived in our treehouse so like mountain lion cougar yeah <laughs> I'm like you kept a shotgun at the front door and like because in the mornings you'd wake up to like the cougar chasing your dog are you serious <laughs> holy crap like they like crack your skull with one bite what cougars? yeah it's insane like i know la has a problem with mountain lions and like hikers on trails and stuff but they just cohabitat like it's no why do deal. they call older women cougars <laughs> they're feisty <laughs> <laughs> Mike just had to throw that in there. No, it just, it just popped <laughs> in my mind. Like, so holy I, shit, you anyway. really had a mountain lion in your treehouse. Yeah. Do they really make those crazy, like, blood-curdling screams? Like, I was yeah, watching. Our mountain lions are wild. Like, they're very wild. I'm not very, like, they're still a predator for sure. You still have to be careful. But, like, it's not like California where they're taking down people on the trails. They yeah. typically. Well, because they have nowhere to go, right? They don't yeah, have... they typically like to avoid you and just live their best life but they're always watching you right oh yeah if we had a dog that was really she was incredible because you could always tell when there was a cougar around um because when there wasn't she would be like running around the cattle and the horses and stuff and when there was she would be glued beside my dad's horse at all times so he could always tell that there was a cougar in the vicinity he'd always try to what did mom and dad do i have to know this um, they, when I was really, really little, they had a ranch. Um, and then we moved into a town of 3000 ish people. Um, and then mom was a teacher's assistant and dad was a salesman. It's That's pretty, cool. yeah, it's pretty basic. I mean, have you like traced both of you guys? Have you traced your like ancestry? I'm a mutt. That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm Polish, Ukrainian, and French. That's, that's so awesome. I'm Polish and German. <laughs> yeah. This guy's, he's Italian. Yeah. But just, <laughs> yeah. To see where they're at in Canada. <laughs> like in the no. smack dab in the middle of Canada. No, that, that's just, amazing. I, I don't know. I, I'm almost ashamed. I, I don't know all that much about canada like we get a lot of messages in our dms being like you guys live in igloos <laughs> like well, yeah, oh, you guys, like can't shoot any guns up there and i'm like no guns all own mean. a lot of guns <laughs> everyone owns a lot of guns around here like well, well, no, just... I, i'm not that naive to, to think you guys still live in like huts and you know uh, bush people and, and whatnot i'm sure there's there's areas because of the remoteness that that there are you know those type of people um but insofar as as politics in canada you're you're <laughs> under the crown is that correct 
the English? Symbolic, symbolically. symbolically, correct. It doesn't have any, yeah. Right. Is that yeah. all of Canada, though? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, symbolically. But then you, you've got Trudeau, Prime Minister, yeah. right? Yes. Okay, see. You know that. That's good. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. I know oh, no, just know enough to make yeah. up something. So. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, my Canadian history is horrible. Yeah, it is. All right, so what's the most interesting thing to do in Alberta where you guys are at besides <laughs> hunt? Where we're at? Where we are? Um, there's lots of lakes and forests and yeah. stuff, but if you head west, the Rocky Mountains are right there, so that's that's always spectacular. That's Wait, where we're Tell us about the stars. Yes. Oh we're yeah. I ask you some weird questions, all right? Because we're so deprived from like light pollution. Oh yeah. We yeah, they're pretty spectacular. They're pretty great. We take it for granted, I think. I've never I'm like, I mean they're beautiful. What so else? So you have they? like the northern lights and uh yeah, we so it's not typical that we we get in normally around August is the highest time where they'll migrate down to the Edmonton area. But if you go northern in Alberta, you get a lot more northern lights that you can see That's but sometimes like in august when they're really strong they'll come all the way down to like southern alberta and stuff okay yeah. so you guys you have lived in we'll call it the middle of nowhere because for us it kind of is for your whole lives have you seen any crazy shit like unexplainable stuff in the sky in the no in the sky no, no. no. He's asking if you saw UFOs. No sky people. Because I, we have a debate going on right now whether UFOs exist or, or not. And it's more of a, that's a totally different podcast. <laughs> so I don't want to go too off, far off the rails. He was just asking if you ever saw UFOs. He's trying to prove me wrong. <laughs> I just want to know. I've no. seen a lot of comets, a lot of asteroids. Satellites. Wow. Yeah. I took an astronomy class in university. That was pretty bomb. Saw lots of cool things in the sky, but... Oh, yeah. No UFOs yet. Not that you know of. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless it looks like a satellite yeah. or a comet. <laughs> so, do you have you? Uh, who's well? You have internet, obviously. <laughs> have you yeah. have you looked into uh, and have you seen in the sky Starlink? You know what Starlink? Yeah, is? yeah. We yeah. have Starlink. Do you? I was gonna. Well, we don't, but like we do in Alberta, and our friend has. Yeah, it. our friend has it. We actually, not too long ago, there was a, a row of about 15. We actually yeah. saw going past our subdivision uh, of them getting launched out. That was pretty cool to watch. I uh, I got the app so I can track them. But as many as there are, they're still hard to find, especially light pollution. Do, do they have Teslas in Canada? <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. There's just uh, not, the charging stations are in more of like the, the bigger cities. He makes fun so, of them. People won't have the charging stations in the small towns. Or Claire's will have some. Actually, yeah, my small wow. town has some. Ooh. So okay, that's a step up there. <laughs> so, so what kind of vehicles do you drive? Uh, I, I'm assuming you guys are pickup truck gals. No, we like. I feel like you guys think we uh, live in like the the like absolute boonie <laughs> boonies. Like we live in the city, and okay. then you just go hunting. Small, but hang on, yeah. you said it was ten thousand people. If you, she grew up there, but like we yeah. currently live just outside of Edmonton, which, oh, which is like a million. a million. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got hockey. Um, I you used to everything. Yeah. If you <laughs> scroll down to, uh, one of our, our white tail buck last year, uh, that was my car. It was a 2003 Chrysler Sebring. You don't and, have to tell us. You know. Oh no, no, this is the best story. And the white tail buck was probably about uh, 200, 200. He was a monster. He was big. The meat was like 200 pounds. Yeah, he was okay. probably like 250, 300. And we weren't very strong, so we tried lifting him up into the trunk of my Chrysler Sebring and couldn't. So we tried for like a half an hour, tried with the pulley system, tried. Uh, that's a, that's the boss ready. shit right yeah, there. That's I mean, yeah. get on all fours. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put it on your back. <laughs> Once it's on your back, it's halfway there. Then we'll somehow get it into the trunk. Get into the trunk. That didn't work. 
So after half an hour of trying, I pause and she pauses and she's like, we're never going to get this. And I look at her and I say, JC, if we wrap that buck up in a tarp so the blood doesn't get on my seats, we can put it in my back seat. <laughs> so oh. we wrapped it up and drug it into the back seat of the car. And, then, and there's a video yeah, on And fresh, fresh beer has some stank to it. It was winter. It was pretty cold. Yeah. So it stayed pretty frozen. It was like minus 30 degrees Celsius. And we also drove with the windows down. Oh, yeah. my, my wife's family, they're all hunters. And I actually have two kills to my name. Oh, nice. Ooh. Both by vehicular deer slaughter, <gasps> unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. One was, at, one was at like 60 miles an hour, and it was just immediate. And Take the deer? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just ran. I mean, it, it happened in slow motion. Like, I'm doing 60. I saw it. And all I could say was, please don't jump. Please don't jump. And for whatever reason, they every time they want to just run in your car. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, boom. I mean, explode everything. Airbags, everything. Was that in your Tesla? No, that was in my Mustang. Oh. oh. And then. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. It's rough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lost. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, but you know what's funny? My, my father-in-law is. That's what he does for a living is body repair paint. So airbags are a thousand dollars a piece. This happened in like 2006. Okay. I taped my airbags shut. <laughs> I cut them out, taped my airbags shut, repaired my Mustang and drove it for 200,000 miles. Wow. And then I, <laughs> and then I got another one. I had my, I got a Tesla a couple years ago. And I had my car for six months and six of them jumped out in front of me. They jumped over my car, except the last guy. It was like a cartoon. He hit the brakes. He hit the brakes on all four hooves, like out in front to stop the slid. And his head hit my front corner panel and I ran over his head. Oh, oof. Yeah, it was bad. Quick death. That's how we hunt around here, I yep. guess. So, <laughs> so the, the first time I killed a deer, I called because it's it, it, technically if you just leave it, it's illegal. And I made the call and someone, uh, local family came and got it and cleaned it up. Obviously ate it. What, what they did. <laughs> but the second one, it was uh, like five in the morning here and it was pitch black. And I was on a very busy road and I couldn't see where it went. I had no idea where it was. So I don't know what happened to it. Maybe it lived. I don't know. Maybe Did that second one total your vehicle too? Oh, I got so lucky. It did some damage, but you couldn't even tell. Oh, nice. It, it, like, uh, it broke like some brackets behind the headlight and dented my fender a little bit. But you got it fixed pretty, pretty quick. I didn't fix it. Oh, okay. I didn't never fix it. <laughs> right. Must have been a small deer. No, nothing like that. No, the, the I just hit, you guys his, he hit the brakes in his head. Like he went over his hooves and his head just came out just enough where I hit it. And then I ran over it because all the fur was got stuck in between the tire and the rim. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like talking about that. No, I don't. And I, like, I respect you guys. Like, hunting is so important, and I honestly think it should be a class. I think everybody should know how to do it. But I guess I have, I guess I have to. I just, I have to get over. Take you know, taking an animal. Like, I just have to go do it. It's the thought yeah. that. Hmm. I think if you eat meat. Yeah, I do. You should know where it comes from. I know. I would. That's what I'm saying. I would like. It's something I would like to start. My son is. Uh, he's going to be 11, mm -hmm. and I would love to go do it. Yeah. Go, go get some uh, instruction. Go out and do it. Yeah. yeah. I know a whole bunch of people who are like, "You girls hunt? Like, oh my gosh, that's so terrible." Oh no, oh. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I but we're like, do you eat meat? Because mm, that's a little bit. 
possible on your behalf. So that's correct. That correct. <laughs> I, I have nothing against hunters. I just don't have a it, I don't have a desire to do so. I I enjoy eating meat. Um and I, that that's I, I like it cooked. I don't want to necessarily be the one field stripping it to make my own patty. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't come in burger form originally, I don't think. Don't cut out the burger. Well, I'm not gonna lie. So I, I um I try to eat as healthy as I can, uh, especially like having autoimmune diseases and stuff. And just thinking about where American beef comes from, and we have like one of the largest dairy farms in all of America, like 30 minutes south of us. It's really disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. But I would love to create those memories and bonding with my son and, and my daughter. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't actually like that interested in hunting before I went to like school for ecology and then the whole like actual learning about like wildlife management and population control came into it and then because before I thought like oh hunting's just like for consumerism like it's just another industry but no it actually it really matters to an ecosystem and if it's not properly done like you can really mess the whole environment up so i'm all for hunting now yeah i uh i wasn't into hunting at all ever i didn't think about it once until you're a badass until jc walked into your life now you're a sharpshooter i was like here's a bow let's go shoot something and i was like uh i don't know if i can shoot something you can shoot it first and then it didn't take long and she was like yeah I can, I can totally I can do this. this. No problem. <laughs> That's so awesome. So bef- before we finish up, have you ever had like that experience? Like, uh, I know it's like sensationalized in some movies. Like when you, when you take like an elk's life and you like have like this, this experience with the animal, do you ever, you know what I'm talking about? We're like, people talk about buck fever all the time where they get like an animal in front of them and get their bows drawn. And then all of a sudden, like their heart's pounding and they're just like, <gasps> and we're both really calm. Like, I guess I meant like, like um, the circle of life feeling like, like this buck or this animal knows you're, you, you took its life and you're going to consume it. Like one of those spiritual, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I, mean, I, do, but... I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, that's but, uh... like, it like see i watched too many movies so yeah i I think what he's saying is like you're aiming up for the kill no i'm not that's not even what i'm talking about you you make eye contact with this animal and like (laughs) for some for some moment you're you mind meld with this animal and that's the circle of life yeah right yeah i guess see i i I understand you a little bit the simple answer is probably no right no (laughs) no Nope. Well, so uh, for the buck last year, for the white-tailed buck last year, um, it was the first animal I was uh, around when it, when it died. Okay. And like, I definitely, your first animal is definitely not what you expect. Sure. Um, I didn't feel like anything super spiritual, but I did take a moment. She was just like, yeah, I was like, she was going hard. Like she's like, it's dead. Me. Let's start gutting. And I'm like, yeah, I want to uh, go home. I just want to take a moment, <laughs> and you know, See, that's <laughs> how I would be. It. it was the first time. Let's give him a moment to, you know. <laughs> now she's a savage. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's awesome yeah do you have any like uh psa for somebody going out in your neck of the woods in regards to safety what to look out for do's and don'ts oh yeah like if you're in bear country make sure you're carrying bear spray and make sure you're carrying appropriate defensive mechanisms and you should also like know the difference between predatory and defensive attacks because like if it's a predatory attack the likelihood of you surviving is very slim and it's a much dire, like, I mean, any bear attack is a very serious situation, but a predatory attack is the worst situation you can possibly find yourself in. Um, so yeah, be prepared. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to learn some tracks and learn some sign and know when there's a big predator near you, but 
Yeah, be prepared. It's be the wild west. This conversation could go. She's like, learn some tracks. So when you're going out on your surveys, you're track, you're looking for tracks. You're yeah. Looking for all that. So you're you're like super sensitive to your surroundings. Yeah. That I I look for tracks everywhere. I really yeah. enjoy it. It's I uh, my boss is a really incredible wildlife tracker. He's he's yeah he's really talented. He can like track a grasshopper. It's phenomenal. Um, so he's been teaching me and ever since, like, once you learn what you're looking for, it just, the whole world changes around you. You just like, look and they're like, there's been so many things go through here that you would have never noticed before. Ladies, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your night to chat with us. This has been fun. And I hope that this doesn't soil your experiences. If you ever get to on any other podcast, I hope that this one's at least memorable for you. <laughs> there, there is no script here. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did uh, talking with you. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. You guys are absolutely, absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm going to get my daughter uh, following your IG because you guys are, you should be an inspiration to, to women. And okay. I, I can only this hope. Is, this is actually like, it never hit me until this is actually one of the best days of our Instagram is uh, after the bear attack. Uh, my boyfriend was in an archery shop in Calgary, which is like three hours south of where we live. And uh, he was talking to the archery shop owner and there were other people in the archery shop shooting their bows. And there was a dad and a girl there. And uh, he, the girl said, are you talking about the archery twins? And he's like, yeah, I, I am. And she's like, oh my gosh, like, how is she? Is she okay? Like, I've been following her. And his dad explained that he had come across our account and thought that we were respectable young ladies and followed. And yeah, she's been, that was one of the moments where it was like, it's like, we are really actually sweet. making a difference for some yeah. for female hunters and for women out there, which is crazy. Yeah. Like it really didn't matter to us yeah. until then. And it was like, that is actually so sweet. Oh,